Hey, podcast listener. Do you love talking about movies, music, TV, comics, and games? Then you should be listening to The Great Pop Culture Debate, back in bigger than ever for season nine. This season, the panelists discuss the best James Bond film, the best Elton John single, the best Nickelodeon original series, the best Batman villain, and so much more. Find the show wherever you listen to podcasts or head to greatpopculturedebate.com. More than 100 topics are already available. Subscribe today. Hello. My name is Alec Feldman. I do a radio show on Wizard Radio Station every Saturday afternoon from 3 to 5 p.m. UK time. And this is the podcast of that radio show. It's all the best bits without the music, maybe some of the rubbish bits as well, mainly just the whole show, minus the songs. Every week we're going to release it so you can catch up on what's happened on the show this week. Just one thing to mention, I give out our contact details quite a lot throughout the course of the show, so you'll hear that on this podcast, but obviously it's a podcast, it's pre-recorded, so if you do send in a message about something I'm talking about to the numbers I say, I mean I'm not going to read it because it's already happened, it's in the past, it's pre-recorded, and no one's going to see it anyway, but here's the worst bit, you might still get charged for it, depending on how you send it. And even if you don't get charged for it, it's still a waste of your time, it's a waste of my time, it's a waste of everybody's time, and so I just wouldn't bother. If you would like to join in with the show and send me your stories or play our games, then you can do that just by listening live every Saturday afternoon, 3 to 5pm UK time, on Wizard Radio Station. So that's that out of the way. All there is left to say now is enjoy the podcast, subscribe to it, and maybe leave a little review as well saying how great it is. Not if you don't like it, though. If you hate it, don't bother. Thank you very much. Here's the podcast. This is Wizard Radio, and you're listening to Alex Feldman. What? What do you mean it's Alex Feldman with a C? Oh, this is Wizard Radio, and you're listening to Alec with a C, Feldman. I'm so glad that the, the weather's clearing up. I was planning on going out later, maybe... Uh pub anyone or should go out for some dinner oh, oh no never mind forget that hello it's me i'm still here i know everything's all topsy-turvy but wizard radio's still on i'm still on i'm live let's have some fun it's saturday it's three o'clock now live from leeds alec feldman We had 24k Golden, City of Angels, we had Dua Lipa and Physical. It's me, it's Alec. Hello, good afternoon. How are you? Are you good? Are you are you finding everything a bit weird at the moment? I am. I've sort of I haven't gone into full on like quarantine self-isolation this week, but I've very much spent a lot more time inside than I would have done anyway. Because I mean basically <laughs> there is nowhere to go, which is good, that's the point. It keeps us all safe and healthy that way. Um uni kind of has wound itself up um so you can't do that no lectures no classes the libraries have all closed all that kind of stuff loads of people have had their exams cancelled which is mad i mean some people have their actual gcse's cancelled which again can't even begin to imagine so a lot's gone on this week i've spent a lot of it inside in my room i've been really ahead of the curve actually i may i've mentioned this i mentioned this from time to time not very often mainly because it's incredibly boring but i love a walk i'm a big walker i walk everywhere all the time if i'm bored of a weekend afternoon i'll just take myself off and walk for as far as i can until i get bored and then come back i was ahead of the curve on this now everyone is doing it everybody who's kind of quarantining is like oh walking as long as you, you stay a safe distance from everyone else that's a great way to get out the house and get exercise mate been doing it for like five years get get with the, the program <laughs> so I'm, I'm feeling pretty pleased about that what else has got it's just been it's been a weird old week I've, i feel like despite the fact that everything stopped i've been busier than i've ever been which is really weird all things considered i've had like no time to do anything which is possibly just because i have nowhere to go nowhere to be so i'm just being really lazy and neglecting to do stuff for example, I've been at home pretty much all week. Have I done any washing? No. No, I have not. Haven't put a wash on all week. I'm going to run out of clothes soon. That's fine. But, I mean, yeah. Imagine, imagine if, if someone had told you at the start of the year that this was all going to happen. You wouldn't believe them. Here's the thought I had, actually. I had... It was, it was earlier this morning, actually. And I'm not sure if this is a really weird thought or not. It probably is, but I'm going to share it anyway. 
There are people who have died, like, recently. People who've died, sadly, in <laughs> at the beginning of this year, just before all this happened. They'll never know. They will never know that they were weeks away from coronavirus. I find that quite mad as an idea, but at the same time, that's also incredibly obvious, because of course they wouldn't know about it, because they're dead, and they'll never know that they didn't know about it, because they're dead. But I don't know. I think that's kind of crazy, the fact that you could avoid... A monumental what could be possibly a monumental period in history by like a few days or a couple of weeks which is a kind of weird thought all things considered um that's kind of the end of my my brain fart i'll shut up now and tell you what's happening on the rest of the show because i have a show for you i've planned this isn't that great i've, I've plenty of time to plan it including quarantine partners i've seen a lot of a lot of this this week people looking for people they can quarantine with. We'll talk a little bit more about that at about 25 past four. I want to revisit an experiment I did a couple of years ago. I, I think it's time for the story to be told again. We'll do that at 10 past four. A scientific experiment. We really pushed back the boundaries of science that afternoon. I've also witnessed a murder more at 3.45. And I think, I think we should make some radio friends this afternoon because we're mates we talk every week but i feel like we could get to know each other a bit better seeing as we're going to be going to be trapped inside for the foreseeable so we'll do that very soon as well and next i need to make an apology to some people and what better way to do that than on the radio also music on the way from benny lady gaga taylor swift plays next first up let's do this week i learned this week i learned One thing I've learned during this this period of quarantine, isolation, whatever the hell you want to call it, it's so easy to forget to brush your teeth. This is kind of gross, but I feel like in the interest of sharing all of our experiences, documenting this as it unfolds on the radio, I think I should share that. I've been terrible at brushing my teeth all week, and I'm not proud of that fact, but it's just kind of happened. I think I'm averaging once a day. I mean, actually, no, that's that's not that's not fair. I've been good at it until maybe like Wednesday or Thursday, and then there were a couple of days when I ended up, without realising, just not brushing my teeth at all, all day, and only doing it at night, which is not good, and your dentist would not recommend that, and I would I would like to apologise to dentists for, for doing this, but that's really easy. This morning, pleased to report, I've already brushed my teeth once today, and I'm planning on doing it again later, so... <laughs> That's good news, but it is it's very easy to forget when you have nothing to do and nowhere to be. Lesson number two this week I've learned. People could be really dumb, can't they? The idiots who are going to the shops and stockpiling stuff and buying up all the loo roll and all the medication and all, all the tinned products. Calm down. You're idiots. It's not going to be necessary. You're just taking stuff away from everyone else. Stop being stupid see also people that are just carrying on as normal going about their daily lives going to places going to the pub whatever stop it you're, you're putting everyone at risk don't do that you are dumb just just do what everyone else is doing listen to the advice and the quicker this will all be over however this week i've also learned people can be really brilliant there's loads of nice stuff i've been seeing loads of wholesome stuff people offering to help the neighbors out people giving stuff away for free people giving out advice and all sorts there's some really nice stuff going on as well and one thing i hate more than anything else in the world generally is wholesomeness it drives me around the bend i think it's all like cutesy and horrible but i am willing to make an exception just this once because it it, 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 it's nice to see people being nice isn't it okay that's enough that's enough of the wholesome crap from me this week we have learned in a in a remarkable week for everyone involved really easy to forget to brush your teeth People can be really, really stupid. They can also be really great. Good to know. Let's play Taylor Swift, and then I think I'd better make an apology to a couple of people. Wizard Radio playing Taylor Swift and the man. I'm Alec Feldman. How's it going? On the way, Lady Gaga, that huge tune from her. And Benny, that's the new song that I'll play you in a second. First, though, when you screw up, um, apologising is always a good thing to do. Apologising on the radio an even better thing to do, right? Because then more people hear it. Public apology. You're like publicly admitting to being an idiot, to being a terrible, terrible person. And that way the apology counts for 10 times as much, right? Right, guys? 
is that, is that true? I really hope so. Because I, I need to make one now. Well, kind of kind of two, really. Um, the biggest fans of this show, the most loyal listeners, are my parents, which is lovely. It's nice to have you on board. Hi, hi everyone. Sorry I didn't call you last night. I had other things to do. Um, <laughs> here's the thing, right? It's Mother's Day tomorrow in the UK amidst all the chaos. That's, that's still a thing. Um, coincidentally, earlier in the week, it was also my dad's birthday. Happy birthday to him. So we've had, we've had a birthday, we've had Mother's Day, all within seven days of each other. And, you know, what, what all good children should do on occasions like this is get birthday cards for their parents and Mother's and Father's Day cards for their parents. As it turns out, I'm a, I'm a really terrible child. It's the worst, really. Um, so, <laughs> for, the, for the birthday, the first event of the week, I, I did have a card. I had a card in plenty of time. I had a card several days early. I got it all written. I put it in the envelope. I wrote the address on the envelope. And then I never found anywhere to find to sell me a stamp until it, it was too late and the birthday passed. And I ended up doing a CBB-style... Uh, video call with them in which I opened up the birthday card for him and read it out to him like I was on CBeebies. I even signed it off from me and and Wiggles the dog because there's always a dog isn't there from mummy, daddy, grandma, grandpa, your little sister Jay and Wiggles that you, you know you know how it goes so so that was that was the first instance of me being a bad child and forgetting to send my dad a birthday card so dad I'm, I'm sorry I apologize but the good news is it has since been sent because it's Mother's Day tomorrow and um, not wanting a repeat of the, the mistakes of earlier in the week and under very heavy pressure from <laughs> from my dad to not screw it up again, I got a Mother's Day card and I'll be honest, uh, once again it was a slight rush. We got to, we got to four o'clock yesterday. I had a really busy day in general yesterday. And I had lots to do. And so I didn't, there wasn't a natural opportunity at which I was going to go to the shops. So it got to four o'clock and I was like, oh, the shops are probably going to be closing soon. The last post will be soon. So I've got to get this card, got to get it on time. I, I needed to be back at home for a call with someone at five o'clock dead. Couldn't be late. It would be really bad if I was late. So at 20 to five, I headed out to get this card. I ran down to the nearest post office asked for a stamp got a stamp by the way there were there were too many people in that post office i know i was one of them and that's not cool but th- there were a lot of people and they're all queuing up and none of them were spacing themselves out which i did not approve of but anyway so we're at like yeah about kind of quarter to five when we get the the stamp i run around the corner to sainsbury's get a card write the card on a leaning against a, a pillar sorry sorry mum leaning against a pillar just outside the Sainsbury's, put it in the envelope, look around, couldn't see a post box anywhere, ran back to the post office, where you'd think there would be a post box, but no, there was no post box in the actual post office. Ridiculous. The nearest one was a little bit further down the road, put it in the letterbox, really pleased with myself. I'd sent it on time, hopefully to arrive by first class post on this morning, Saturday morning, and then I looked at the, the last collection time of this post box. It was 9.30 a.m. Who's, why are they making their last collection at half nine in the morning? What use is that? It's, it's none. Where I live, at home in London, it's usually like five o'clock, six o'clock, 9.30 in the morning. What's the point paying for a first class stamp if the last collection is at 9.30 in the morning? Who's awake at 9.30 in the morning? Well, normal people, I suppose, who aren't students. But in, this is my very long-winded way of saying, uh, sorry, your your birthday card which has now been sent i put them both in the same envelope save money on the stamp see that's clever they they are arriving but probably not until monday i'm sorry <laughs> but you can really look forward to those when they arrive i'm a t- i'm a really bad child i'm just it's not just them i'm just bad at sending anything like cards birthday greetings in general on time it literally, it'll get to like five past midnight, the day after someone's birthday, and I'll be like, "Oh God, I never wish them a happy birthday." Oh, I better message them now, being like, "Oh, happy belated." But I'm that person all the time, so it, you know, it's nothing personal, but but sorry. Okay, I think that's that's enough <laughs> from my apology. 
This song is by a guy called Benny. I don't have confirmation on this, but I think that's the same Benny who texts the show all the time. It must be. This is Super Lonely featuring Gus Dapperton. Benny and Gus Dapperton with Super Lonely on Wizard Radio. I would like to retract my previous statement that that Benny is the same Benny as the Benny that listens to this show sometimes and messages in. Because um, as you can quite clearly hear in that song, Benny is in fact a woman. And I think the Benny that messages this show is a man. Um, so I was I was wrong, it seems. <laughs> oh, I'm Alec Feldman, hello. It's Wizard Radio. Hope you're good. Playing soon. Lady Gaga, Ren, and that great Celeste song as well. Before four o'clock. You know how we're mates and we chat like every week between three and five. That's that's what we do. I say we chat. It's it's kind of a lot of it's a bit more one way. Obviously, we get messages and stuff, but I feel like you probably know way more about me than I know about you, and I think that's a shame. You know, it'd be nice to to get to know you a bit more. And for for you all, plural. I hope there's plural to get to know each other a bit more. So, welcome everyone to the radio friend making service. I think we should all become radio friends. We should make radio friends today because it's a weird time. There's a lot of people not doing the things they'd normally do. I keep going on about this because that's kind of the only thing going on in the whole world at the moment. And people are staying inside, people aren't going to school, people aren't going to work, which means they're missing out on loads of, I'd say quite important social contact i guess because you go to all these places yes you go there for a specific reason you go there to do jobs if you're an adult and you know boring or to learn stuff if you're a kid and youthful and fun and exciting but also a nice little side effect of doing all that is that you see people every day that is that is the one thing i miss since i've left school it's just seeing your friends every single day it's so much fun don't take that for granted because when it's gone you'll miss it um and then, and then now that's all stopped, then it can be a bit weird. Um, you don't see many people, or as many people. You're just seeing the same people all the time. It's people you live with, basically. And maybe that makes things a bit lonely, which is not ideal. Obviously, there's loads of stuff you can do. Just FaceTime's a thing, and WhatsApp, and all that stuff. But it's always nice to know people and to know more people. Uh, this is the this is the kind of the wholesome rubbish that ordinarily I really hate, but it's it's strange times. We're making an exception. Let's become radio friends. I want to open up the floor to all of you, and you know, to me, I guess, but you already know me quite well. To get to know ourselves, each other, everyone better, basically. Just you know, simple bits of information. Like, who are you? I mean, I know you always put your names on, so that's good. But like, other stuff. Where are you from? What makes you tick? What have you been up to this week, you know, quarantine or otherwise? What are you excited to do when this is all over? What makes you happy? Just kind of anything and everything, just bits of information about yourselves, just so it's like we're all making loads of new friends and it's nice. Imagine that you've just started somewhere new. I don't know where, uh, I don't know, college or work experience or summer camp or whatever. And we're all doing a little icebreaker activity, and it's like, oh, go around the circle and say say one fact about yourself, and everyone goes, oh, uh, I'm actually a, I'm actually a vegetarian. And everyone's like, oh, you mean you've never eaten meat? And they're like, no. And everyone's like, oh, okay, cool. Basically, that that's what that's what we're doing. Maybe hopefully it'll be a bit more interesting than that. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? If you've if you've got if you want to take part, if you want to make some new friends. My text number is 07807 183 538. So send us a text on there. 07807 183 538. You can tweet me as well. You can find me on at Radio or by email. I'm station at wizardradio.co.uk. If you want to get on, that's how you do it. Just let's, let's make friends. Give us a little bio. What's your life story? What makes you tick? What do you like? What are you missing? What's your name? Where, or, you know basic information but just stuff that you know feels like we're all we're all friends and that that'd be nice wouldn't it so we'll we'll read out a few of these i guess throughout the afternoon in the meantime let's get a couple of songs and we'll have ren and we'll have lady gaga stupid love now alec feldman on wizard radio please consume responsibly wizard radio that was ren and i'd drive me mad before that the incredible stupid love from lady gaga Celeste and Kelsey Ballerini all playing before four o'clock. 
I'm Alec. Hello. We're friends, right? Are we friends? I feel like we've been friends. We've been chatting on Sundays for... Uh, Sunday? What day is it? Saturday. <laughs> Got the day of the show wrong. We've been chatting on Saturdays for a while now. So I like to think we're friends. And I just thought, what it would be nice to do is properly sort of get to know the other side a bit better. Because I, I always talk at you. You don't always get to talk back as much. So I, I want to know who's about. We can all be friends together. You and me and everybody else listening at the same time. We're mates, okay? We're tight. You need anything, you can count on us. Possibly. Maybe don't ask anything too infeasible or ridiculous. But, you know, it's the, it's the principle, right? Yeah. Jessica sent me a message. Hi, Alex, she says. My name's Jessica. Hi, Jessica. Everyone, everyone say it together. Hi, Jessica. I've listened to your radio show for probably like two years now. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Since the Noel Edmonds section, so that may have been longer, actually. Oh, I mean, there's been a lot of Noel Edmonds sections, Jessica. <laughs> it's hard to pin down. How many? We've done, we've done loads. But, but thanks, I guess. That's that's kind of an incredible thing to be told. Thanks. More for you, but thanks. I don't listen every week, but I do if I have time. Okay, you, you, yeah, we're addressing the balance quite nicely, I think. She says, I haven't really been up to anything this week. Literally just watching loads of Netflix and TikTok. But I'd say, the thing that keeps me sane in difficult times, like we're living through right now, is High School Musical. No month has gone by since High School Musical first came out when I haven't listened to a song from it or watched a video or something like that. I'm just obsessed if I'm honest. Anyway, that's me. Yeah, I mean, Netflix is a, it's a big one. Did you hear there? They're reducing their streaming quality because everyone is watching Netflix so much that it's slowing down like the entire internet which is quite crazy <laughs> that one kind of website app thing has the capability of doing that TikTok yeah I, I still haven't got into TikTok I got it at the beginning of the year and I had a quick scroll and we talked about it on the radio a bit but I just it hasn't become one of my go-to apps in the same way that Twitter or Instagram or Facebook has I don't know why maybe I'm just not using it enough I did come home the other day, back back when I was actually leaving the house, back in the good old days of Monday, I came home to find two of my housemates just doing a weird dance to music, and there was a third one just sitting there, looking at them as if to say, what are you doing? And I looked at her and I said, TikTok, and she was like, yeah. So that's where we're at with, with TikTok. High School Musical's a funny one. Um, Obviously, there's been there's been very little uni for me to do this week, so I've kind of been doing quite a lot of radio stuff. Not here, elsewhere, just kind of helping other people as well. And I've heard more High School Musical songs this week than I think I have in about two years before now. So High School Musical is, I mean, it's ringing up at the moment, apparently. Um, oh, and I believe we now have a contribution from... James Gilmore. Yeah, sorry. I just wanted to add to this. I did a segment on my radio show yesterday. If you want to listen on Wizard Repeats, linking High School Musical with the coronavirus and the Illuminati. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. Because I don't think there's a surprise. I don't think this is a coincidence that Disney Plus is about to launch in the UK the end of this month as the coronavirus is peaking as there's loads of like memes about high school musical the original stuff coming out right now there's a lot going on at once and i don't think it's a coincidence and i think this is all illuminati based to get everyone to subscribe to disney plus yep i can't fault that theory at all it's you have to listen to like the very last 10 minutes of my radio show from yesterday um, I was going to put it up on the website as a clip, but of fear of being sued by Disney, I didn't. <laughs> I mean, you could end up being like the person that invented the, the 5G Bill Gates rumour as well. What's that rumour? I saw that one going around my timeline as well. People saying that this whole thing was caused by Bill Gates and 5G. Interesting. Yeah. I do think there's a conspiracy going on. I'm going to let you go back to messages in a sec. But there's definitely a conspiracy because I want to know what the government don't want us to know about. Somebody said, I saw on TikTok, somebody said that they're changing the batteries in all the birds at the moment. <laughs> which I quite liked. <laughs> Need to shove a 5D battery up there um, to make them fly again. 
Because if you think about it, I went out, walked my dog today. I did not do not recall seeing a single bird. Hmm. Because they're all in for servicing. They're all in cool. for servicing right now. That's why they're trying to get everybody to stay at home so they don't notice. Mm. But I'm on to them. I'm on to them. Very clever. Right, but yeah. Okay. Back to messages. It is weird how High School Musical has suddenly come in, come back into all of our lives kind of in the last seven days after all those years. But what do you know? Could be a Disney conspiracy. That's what James thinks. Robbie says, whenever you say, tweet me, it makes me laugh for some reason. I think it's just because I have a really immature sense of humour. That's basically all you need to know about me. This week, I've considered three times becoming an influencer because I'm self-isolating. I think I'm about to lose my mind. I've also eaten spaghetti three times in four days because we bought loads of it last week. So there's that too. I really think that's all you need to know about me. Robbie, are you stockpiling? You better not be stockpiling spaghetti. I'll be very angry if you've been stockpiling spaghetti. Don't even think about it. And also, what's the point of stockpiling and then eating it all within four days? Surely that's more than you would have eaten anyway. It doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. Um, what, what, I don't get what's funny about me saying tweet me. Is, <laughs> I don't, is it just... I, 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 I don't get it. Does it just sound vaguely inappropriate? Does it? I don't even know, but tweet me. You can tweet me whenever you like, Robbie. Be my guest. If you want to tweet, tweet away. Uh, Mikey says, I'm Mikey. Hi, Mikey. From Nottingham. This week, I've been trying to pretend that the coronavirus doesn't exist. It's becoming more and more difficult, especially with everyone else panicking. I feel like I'm in one of those films where there's a huge fire or explosion and I'm just the person walking through it as if nothing's going on. I should probably find out what all this is about soon. When this is all over, I'm excited for life to get back to usual, because if I have to stay at home with my family for months, I don't know what is going to happen. That's not a threat, is it? You know, Mike, are you, are you planning on killing your family? Please don't do that. Um, I mean, if, if, if there is reports in Nottingham in a few months' time of a family that got murdered by, by their child, um, and you're the prime suspect. This show's going to get used as evidence. People are going to be listening to this show in a courtroom to hear the message from you. That would be mad, wouldn't it? Well, I mean, hello. Hello to you if you're listening in the courtroom in Nottingham Crown Court in several months from now. Thanks, thanks for listening. Really appreciate that. I'm imagining when you said um, films where there's a huge fire or an explosion and you're just walking through as if nothing's going on, I'm imagining the meme, you know, the meme of, I think it's a house on fire and there's a dog. The dog might be wearing sunglasses, I can't remember, the dog's just like, this is fine. That's you, that is you right now. You are that dog. <laughs> well, thanks for all your messages. I think I'm going to read a few more out later because we've had quite a few. And it's nice to make as many radio friends as possible. But for the meantime, introducing your new radio friends, Jessica, Robbie and Mikey. Welcome to the gang. Playing soon. Kelsey Ballerini first, Celeste, and stop this flame on Wizard Radio. Celeste, and stop this flame on Wizard Radio. I'm Alec Feldman, hello. Are you okay? Is all good in your life? Good, good. I witnessed a murder this week. Call the police, because I, I actually did witness a murder. It was brutal, violent, bloody, you know, all the worst things you could imagine. I witnessed it. Not literally, don't worry. There's no need to get the actual police involved. But I need to tell you about this. This was this was a moment. I've actually been having quite fun evenings, actually. In my house. In the, the quarantine house. Not full, full on quarantine. Which, you know, like, no one's got any symptoms. But better safe than sorry, quarantine. We've kind of been, you know, thinking of ways to, to get some social interaction. And make our evenings a bit interesting. Which means we're actually hanging out. Which is quite, it's been quite rare. The house has changed quite a lot. People have come, people have, have gone. And the dynamic is, I'd say it's not, it's not, it's not quite what it was in the peak of second year. You know, we lost OOB, we lost the Geordie. But me and, me and Boltonian girl, we are still going strong as, as housemates. Although, this, this, this hit me last night. I hadn't realised this until someone else told me. Boltonian girl is going back to Bolton tonight. This last night could have been the last night that we lived together. And I found that a bit a bit weird as an idea. Wasn't expecting that. Wasn't ready for it. But anyway. So Boltonian Girls here. 
the the new the new addition everyone boltonian boy was also here and um another guy i live with who i believe we haven't really spoken about him much but i did speak about him at the beginning of the year and his nickname was uh, the toothbrush thief if you didn't hear that story at the time i don't think we really need to explain it again so it was it was me boltonian girl boltonian boy and the toothbrush thief we were playing a game have you ever heard of the game obama llama it's a card game basically involves kind of rhyming pairs and celebrities names for example barack obama is riding a llama that would be one of them you've just got to kind of guess them from clues or from accident there are two different types of cards and one of the types of cards is an, a sort of a charades type card where you get the name of the famous person that's in the clue and you just have to do the action that they're doing to try and work out who it is and oh man i keep i keep forgetting the the name of the person that this was involved who was it was it it might have been jimmy carr yeah i think it was jimmy carr actually and the the phrase that had to be acted out was jimmy carr has got a scar and so boltonian boy is trying to act this out to the toothbrush thief and he's like he's lift he's gone for the sort of the harry potter tactic so he's lifted up his fringe and he's trying to draw on like the lightning bolt harry potter scar on his forehead and the toothbrush thief sat there like i, I don't know i can't work out what you're on about and then he delivers this this killer line this this line that i mean that was the end of the game right there the end of the round because no one could continue after that couldn't be recovered from just a knockout blow cold-blooded murder he goes i don't know is it a receding hairline oh my god honest the shade the low-key the subtle oh it's not even subtle but just the the sly dig at this guy who by the way has a lovely hairline and it's not receding it's very very good but i mean it had us all in stitches it was incredible absolute scenes so I witnessed a murder, and it all took place during a game of Obama Llama. Who'd have thought? Didn't know that game could turn violent. The quarantine might be on, but someone's looking at your door is still happening. We'll do that next, after Kelsey Bannerini and Club. Someone's knocking at your door. Somebody's ringing the bell. And good afternoon, one and all. Welcome back someone's knocking at your door yes maybe we're being told to stay inside but that door people are still knocking at it they're not listening to the advice the fools so someone someone might be knocking at the door in a second I, I, you know i think i think it could happen just because people are idiots as established earlier i can't guarantee i'll let them in whatever happens today because i don't know what they could have they could be showing symptoms they could be carrying it without realizing but nonetheless the game must go on and the door must be knocked on. If you've never heard this before, if you're new, someone's looking at your door, it's just it's a guessing game based on doors and based on, you know those adverts that are on the telly sometimes for the, the postcode lottery? And they're like, oh, it could be you that's winning. And it's like, someone's looking at your door. That's what we do, basically, but with no money. If you think you can guess who's knocking at the door based on five yes or no questions asked by James Gilmore, you can let me know. And if you're right, you, you can win. You don't win anything. It's not like the real postcode lottery, but it'll do. It's good enough. So, that is the game. All that we must do now is wait for someone to knock at the door. Hmm. Do you think, do you think they'll come? Do you think cancel because they're staying at home? Oh, no. Did you hear that? It's, it's quite an echoey knock this week. Yeah, um, I've actually got a new door. It's made of glass, my new door which isn't great for privacy, but it does mean that I can see who's knocking at the door without even having to look through the peephole. So that's good. And I can see through my new glass door exactly who's knocking at the door this week. And now I think it is it is time for the questions. Hello again, James. Hello. God, this is almost like my radio show. <laughs> In what way? And like, you're always on? I'm just always on. Yeah, always here. Always well, here. We like you here. Thank you. Thank you. All right. I've got my questions ready. Okay, hit me. Is this person a male? Yes. Okay. They're male. Are they a known coronavirus victim? They are not. 
So, okay. Not a known coronavirus victim. Are they famous? Unfortunately. Oh. Are they political? Yeah. Alright, so a male, not a known coronavirus victim, unfortunately famous and political. Um, are they still very relevant today? Unfortunately. Oh god, alright. Um, well, this is my five questions. I think that opens like, up quite nicely. Who's knocking at the door? They're a man. They're not currently a known coronavirus victim. Unfortunately, they are both famous and still relevant, largely for, for being kind of political. Who is it? If you think you know, 07807 183 538 is the number. You can, as Robbie likes me to say, tweet me on at Radio, or you can send me an email, station at wizardradio.co.uk, with who you think is knocking at the door. A man, they are not a known coronavirus victim, they're famous and relevant for being political. That's that. Get your guests coming in. Playing soon, MGMT, because we need a banger like that. And Justin Bieber is next, off the news at four o'clock. Alec Feldman on Wizard Radio. Recommended by doctors as part of a healthy diet. What a song. MGMT and kids. This is Wizard Radio. I played you, Justin Bieber and Quavo and Intentions before that. My name's Alec Feldman. Hello. Thanks for hanging out this afternoon. I'm on live till five o'clock. Ordinarily, I would be coming from my bedroom today. We've shaken up a bit. I'm in the kitchen. I don't know if that makes any noticeable difference for you. Is it more echoey? But that, that's what's going on with me. Fletcher, Doja Cat, Brockhampton, all playing in the next 20 minutes on Wizard Radio. Now, I got reminded of this earlier on today, actually. I put up a picture on my Twitter of my breakfast. It's at Feldman Alec, by the way. Come say hi. But the breakfast I had... This t- t- I'll let you in on a little secret. This wasn't actually my breakfast this morning. I just I set it up for the photo and then I had a bagel and said, I know, living a lie on social media. What is life? Who'd do that? But yeah, I am. I'm living. A, actually, it wasn't a total lie. I did have I did have some of this stuff as well. But I put a picture up on my Twitter of what I said was my breakfast. But obviously, you know, it wasn't completely. It was a plate. On that plate were two chocolate hobnobs and a penguin bar now the only mistruth in that i guess is that i didn't eat the penguin bar but i did have two chocolate hobnobs <laughs> um and then the the photo was right in front of my microwave because that's just where i put the plate because that's where my cupboard is but then some one of my friends replied to that my friend amy saying are you gonna are you gonna microwave that and it reminded me of the time a long time ago back in Back in first year of uni, it was over two years ago, January 2018 was when this happened. Me and the OG housemates were doing some chemistry, we're doing a, an experiment in the kitchen with biscuits. And I thought, you know, it's it's a weird it's a weird time, not much is going on. So what better to do than retell the story of the time we put some biscuits in the microwave. It was a, a dark Monday evening in January 2018. Um, in the house, we had me. Well, it was a flat at the time. It was halls in first year. We had me. We had the only other boy in that flat. We had the Boltonian girl. And we also had um, what I think I used to call her the Southerner. She was there too. Um, and we all sat around the kitchen table, a bit bored. And I was... I think what started it originally was that I said I was suspicious of Oreos because Oreos don't go soggy when you dip them in milk and I wanted to know why. I wanted to know what they were made of. And so we went, we put some Oreos in water, first of all, um, to see how long it would take them to go soggy. To compare them, we also put some digestives in water to see how soggy they went. Uh, it was quite interesting the, the outcome of that experiment. One of the, the digestives kind of split down the middle. The other one swell up, swell, swell, swoll, swell, swelled. It got a lot bigger. It inflated. It doubled in size and kind of soaked up all the water. Meanwhile, the hobnobs, not the hobnobs, sorry, the, the Oreos didn't really change much. They were very much the same as they were when they went in the water. Perhaps a bit of leakage of the colouring. 
And so we thought, okay, well, now we need to take this logically to the next step. And unfortunately, the next step was, was putting it in the microwave. I've got a little clip here. I'm playing it off my phone of, um, of what happened when we put it in the microwave. Okay. <laughs> Turn on the microwave. Oh, Jesus Christ, this worries me. Now, what you might have heard in the background there was Boltonian girl going, oh, Jesus Christ, this worries me. Quite right, but they came out of the microwave. Oh, that, that's me being optimistic. When the microwave finished... And that's, that's the sound of OOB, opening the microwave, looking at what had happened, closing the door in disgust and walking away. The Oreo had turned into this, this big, liquidy, chocolatey puddle, essentially. We totally liquidated this Oreo. Um, and it was, it was a weird Monday evening. This is the kind of thing you, you could be getting up to now if you want to redo that experiment to see if you get the same results. Honestly, I would recommend it because... There's nothing else to do, and it was really fun. <laughs> I had a lovely time, and I just thought that was a story worth retelling. That was a classic, like, here's what happens when you get left indoors with nothing to do for too long vibe. You end up putting biscuits in the microwave. Maybe, maybe I'll give it another go soon. I've got some, I've got some chocolate hobnobs. We've never put chocolate hobnobs in the microwave. Maybe, maybe that's what I'll have to do in a minute. But, oh my god, do you, do you want to do that on the radio next? Shall we do that? Oh, that, I'll tell you what, okay, this is, this is normally, right, I plan the show, this is spontaneous, this is unplanned, we are going to, in a second, put a hobnob in the microwave to see what happens, we'll do that next on Wizard Radio, after Fletcher and Forever, Fletcher and Forever on Wizard Radio, I'm Alec Feldman, and we've, we've spontaneously decided to do some science on the show, because I told, I retold the story, I did tell this on the radio, but it was a good two and a bit years ago so there's a lot of you that probably won't have ever heard it i told you about the time me and my flatmates at the time got bored and decided to put some biscuits in the microwave just to see what happened i've got some chocolate hobnobs in my cupboard right now and so what we're going to do is try and put one in the microwave and basically see what happens so uh if you bear with me just one second i need to i need to take my headphones off because they won't make it as far as the microwave but the good news is I've got a really long-ass micro- uh, microphone wire, which will. So so come, welcome to my kitchen. Um, it's very spacious, possibly a bit echoey, but I think really quite nice. Um, okay, so I'm, gonna, I'm just going to take you over to my, my cupboard where I keep all my, my bowls, because obviously you can't just put it in the microwave, you need to put it in a bowl. Um, if you can hear that, that's me getting a bowl. Now... What we did last time, we did put, we put the biscuit in water, but that was mainly to see whether it goes soggy. I don't know whether we need to put it in water or not um, this time round. Can, I'm going to say, I'm going to say yes. I'm going to put it in a little bit of water. So we're at the tap now. That's, that's the water from my tap. I'm not making this up. This is actually happening. Okay. Um, right, so there's, we should put a little bit of water in there, not too much, and I'll bring you over to the cupboard. By the way, I have been, I have been asked to say, don't try this at home, so please don't, it's a very silly idea and potentially dangerous, don't mess around with microwaves, don't put metal in microwaves, don't put body parts in microwaves, don't turn microwaves on with nothing inside them, um, all sorts of microwave health and safety things um bear that in mind we talked about microwaves recently didn't we someone said that microwaves can escape when you open the door suddenly but i don't think they can we did the stuff that right anyway sorry i'm getting distracted that, oh that is actually my last my last chocolate hobnob which is a shame but i'm willing to make that sacrifice in the name of science so oh i just realized actually i did I've, <laughs> i picked up my phone to film this and then I just left it lying around so hi I'm back on my phone now uh, there might be a video later but a lot of that video will just be my ceiling but look here you see in my fingers you have the hobnob that's the non-chocolatey side that's the chocolatey side obviously you can't see that because it's the radio and now 
what I'm gonna do, we're gonna we're gonna put the hobnob into the bowl containing the water. We'll just uh, drop that in there. In it goes, and put that in the microwave. <sighs> um, filming this one-handed because I'm holding a microphone in the other hand is slightly challenging, but but we can make it work. So microwave doors open. I'm gonna. The bowl is now in the microwave, as you can see, containing a chocolate hobnob with one, not one, with a little bit of water. Um, let's get that door closed. How long do we put it on for, do you think? What's an appropriate length of time? I don't want to do it for too long. I'm going to start, I'm going to say 30 seconds. Or mm, 45, a minute. Whatever happens, we'll have a song. I'll put, I'll put it on, then we'll have a song, and then I'll bring you the results as well. So, let's, I'm going to go for, for 45 seconds, okay? Uh, right. You can hear, see, I'm actually doing this. That is the sound of the microwave going on. The biscuits in the microwave. Let's have a song and then we'll come back and I'll tell you what has happened to the chocolate hobnob. This is Wizard Radio. It's Wizard Radio and that was Doja Cat. Can you hear that? Can you hear that? That's the microwave finishing right there. Um, um, I know that was slightly longer than 45 seconds, but you know, comic effect, right. If, if you've just joined me, what we're doing is putting a chocolate hobnob in the microwave to see what happens. This is something me and my house did two years ago when we were bored. It seems like the perfect time to do it again. Don't try it at home. It's a silly thing to do and it's a waste of hobnobs and possibly dangerous because microwaves can be dangerous. Let's open up the door and see what happens. <gasps> oh, <laughs> wow. Oh man, how, how do I even begin to describe that? Okay, there's, there's an interesting smell. It's actually quite pleasant as a smell, I'd say. It almost smells like we've done some home baking, but we haven't. We've just put a biscuit in the microwave. Right. <laughs> oh, man, that's gross. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a picture. Hopefully we can get that picture up on the Wizard Radio uh, social media, Twitter or something in the next few minutes. It's at Wiz Radio if <laughs> we're allowed to put it up there. So it was in a bit of water, like I said. Um, just, you know, just, just in case. That water, it's now gone quite sludgy and it's changed colour. It's not clear anymore. It's kind of orangey, browny color there are some there's a bit of froth in there as well some bubbles the chocolatey layer on top of the chocolate hobnob w weirdly kind of remains intact there is still the vague outline of a biscuit but um obviously it's not you know it's melted a bit it's not still solid um oh yeah it almost kind of looks oily the weird the weird substance it's in okay are you ready i'm gonna I've got, I've got a finger. I'm gonna just give it a little, little touch. Ooh, that's so weird. It's, it's kind of like sticky and, and rubbery. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, mm, it is also quite, quite hot. So let's, let's get it off my finger. Yeah. So the chocolate's melted, and the biscuit's gone a bit sludgy, but it is still largely, largely intact. I can, I can move it around. Yeah, it is. It's falling apart a bit. But it's not, it's not totally, totally mushy. Okay, that is very interesting. I've just, I've just fished out a whole chunk of soggy biscuit. Right. Um, taste test. Um, yeah, it's actually not bad. It does just taste a bit like someone just put a biscuit in water, which is, funnily enough, what I've done. Okay, I think that's that's about all there is to say about that experiment what have we learned what have we contributed to science honestly i have no idea but <laughs> it was fun don't try it at home obviously i'm i'm a trained professional at microwaving biscuits and you shouldn't do this because it could be dangerous but you don't need to because i've told you everything there is you need to know and that concludes the science segment of the show this is wizard radio let's have another song alec feldman on wizard radio Saturdays, 3 till 5. Tiny Temper and Notes with top winners. Tiny Temper's back. Can't believe it. I was talking about Tiny Temper on the weekly mixtape, which is my other show. It's on Fridays, 3 till 4 p.m. 
we just play loads of like old school throwback songs. We do a thing called Where Are They Now? Where we just kind of check in on people who haven't done much for a while to find out what they're up to. And we did Tiny Temper literally a couple of weeks ago. And I was like, well, he's, he's been making sunglasses and he's got fashion brand. But, but now he's doing songs again. That's so good. I'm really happy that Tiny Temper's back. It's Wizard Radio. I'm Alec Feldman. Hello. Playing Brockhampton soon. And Bazzy. Bazzy's also back. I bet we're all just as delighted about that. We'll find out who's been knocking at the door soon as well. Um, and that, that was our contribution to science, everybody. <laughs> Me microwaving a biscuit. Next, though, uh, let's get back to these these radio friends. Because earlier in the show, like you said, let, let's be friends. We speak every week, but it's a bit one-sided. You probably know more about me than I know about you. And I just want to redress the balance. But also, let everyone else make some new friends as well. So, uh, who else have we got? Ellie has been on. Uh, says, I want to compete with Jessica. Jessica messaged earlier on. Uh, Jessica, she's been watching Netflix and TikTok and High School Musical. Ellie says, Oh, and Jessica also said that she's been listening bafflingly to this show for two years. Ellie says, I remember when you did the Ken Hunt on your show every week. That was hilarious. That made my week every week. Oh, I'm reading out texts praising my own show. I hate that, but love it at the same time. Yeah, you really need to do something... <laughs> you need to do something really good like that again, Alec. <laughs> Are you saying everything I've done since has not been that good? And that was like the peak of the show. That was like... That was the first three months of the show that we did that. That was like two and a bit years ago. And according to Ellie, it's never been as good since. <laughs> well, thanks thanks very much anyway. It's, it's very nice that you've been listening for all this time. I appreciate it. Which also means you've probably heard that story about microwaving biscuits before, but oh well. Um, also says, other things you need to know about me. I'm from Birmingham. My favourite thing to do is write mean comments on other people's YouTube videos. Okay. Um, says I'm joking. I'm actually from Oxford and my favourite thing to do is play the guitar. Or is it? Can I not be a complete mystery? Well now I just don't know what to think. Is Ellie an internet troll? Are they a guitarist? Are they from Birmingham? Are they from Oxford? Have they really listened to this show for the entirety of the time it's been on air? I mean I don't know who'd know about the Ken Hunt if they hadn't so wow. <laughs> what, what an intriguing message to get. Truly fascinating and mysterious also Jody says I'm Jody I'm from London I'm addicted to honey I feel like this is some sort of Alec Anonymous session where we all say how we've been affected by you no it, it's really not supposed to be like that anyway says Jody I love films when I'm not doing homework or listening to wizard radio good answer I'm usually watching a film I get through three a week which is quite a lot when you think about it my favorite is probably the breakfast club just because that film started my obsession with films I've said the word film a lot now, and, and that's, that's the end of the message. Lots of the word film. Three films a week. That's, that's, that's a lot. I don't have the attention span to do three films a week. I don't have the attention span to do one film a week. Pretty sure the last few films I've watched at home, I've fallen asleep during. And and the only, the only film I've seen recently that I didn't fall asleep during was Parasite, and that's only because that film's just ridiculous, and it needs a lot of concentration, and... That, that kept me gripped, but everything else, just, yeah, but that's, that's cool, it's good to know, thank you Jody. welcome along, welcome, 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 I hope your honey addiction doesn't get out of control, Amber says, this segment has really stumped me, Alec, I don't know what I can say about myself, I think I'm having a personality crisis right now, I'm going to try and become an influencer next year, because I'm meant to be starting uni, but who knows if we'll even be alive then, maybe I'll start now by documenting life in the quarantine, also, no hate, but my favourite artist is is Benny. Says it's pronounced Benet, and I've been on her, not him, like you said earlier, for a while. Anyway, that's me. Cute, <laughs> says Amber. <laughs> yeah, that that was a, a low point in today's broadcast. I think I introduced a song by Benet, and said it was was by someone called Benny, and that it was probably the person called Benny who listens to the show. But no, it's not. And it's a, it's a girl, for a start, and I didn't even pronounce it right. So all in all, a, a disastrous a disastrous moment in my life. But thanks for putting me straight on that one. Everyone wants to become an influencer. Who do we have earlier? Was it Mikey? No, it was Robbie. Was it Robbie? Someone did. 
I definitely had a message about someone who wanted to become an influencer. I'm trying to find it now. Wasn't Jessica. Oh, no, yeah, it was Robbie. I've been considering becoming an influencer three times this week. Yeah, so Robbie and Amber, maybe you could become influencers together. You could be a double act, like, um... Um... Who, who's, who's a double act? I want to say Zoella and Joe Sugg, but I don't know if they actually are a double act. I don't know enough about YouTubers for that, but it rings a bell. Uh, that could be YouTube, brought together by the quarantine and this show, because we're making radio friends. That's what this is about. Amber and Robbie, they could become radio friends, but it's fine because we're all radio friends now. Me and Amber and Jody and Ellie and Mikey and Robbie and Jessica and everybody else who we haven't had time to read out but is there i see you i hear you i appreciate you and we're all mates now so if you ever need anything just let us know because i've got i've got you covered it's all fine like i said earlier on uh, no life or death matters please nothing really important no legal matters i can't deal with that if you're in trouble and it's an emergency die on 999 not me but other than that i'm available whenever you want me um on the radio every week or just just on twitter at feldman alec that's me Right, we've made some lovely new friends. I think now it's time, very soon, to work out who exactly it is that's been knocking at my door. And so we'll do that in a bit. We've also got Brockhampton and Bazzy coming up. And I've done I've done some research into Brockhampton because they're quite new. They've, they've got like a big, quite solid fan base, but a lot of other people might not really know who they are or what they're about. So I've, I've just done some research. I've put together a very handy and completely correct true, by the way. You won't believe any of this, but it is true. 60 second guide to Brockhampton. Alex, totally accurate, definitely not made up 60 second guide. Brockhampton is the main town in the county of Brockhamptonshire, which is in the southeast of England. It borders Buckinghamshire and Northamptonshire as well. The town itself has a population of 115,000 and it boasts many great amenities, including the William the Conqueror Memorial Garden and the Davina McCall Leisure Centre. It received a big boost when John Lewis opened their first store there in 2002 and a further one when it got its first out-of-town retail park in 2007. Known as the Waterfalls or Watties to the locals, it features an indoor water park, a Frankie and Benny's and a massive Curry's PC world. It truly is the pinnacle of entertainment. If they're not down enjoying the Memorial Garden or Watties, younger locals may be found loitering on the high street, shoplifting from local news agents or vandalising bus stops. This is partially as the youth unemployment rate is an above average 6%. The town is 35th in the National Education League tables and is home to the League, League 2 football team, Brockhampton FC. And that's Brockhampton in 60 seconds. Just before we get into someone's knocking at your door, here's some content I wasn't expecting to receive this afternoon. I've just been going through Instagram. Someone has been sat in their bedroom and they've looked out their window and they've seen the Archbishop of Canterbury going for a walk. So that's the content you didn't know you needed in your life. This is Wizard Radio. I am Alec Feldman. Welcome, welcome, welcome to someone's knocking at your door. I'm Alec Feldman. I think, did I already say that? I might have done. Sorry. <laughs> it's been a long week. So, uh, just before four o'clock, someone knocked at my door. My new, my new glass door. This is what it sounded like. See, it's, it's made of glass, which means I could see them really easily. Uh, they were ignoring all the government advice not to go out and not to see people, to socially isolate. But here they are anyway. They're a man... They're not currently known to be a coronavirus victim, but we can only hope. I'm joking. Partially. Unfortunately, they're famous. They're also political and quite relevant, despite everybody's best efforts. So, who do you reckon it is then? Sophia says, is Boris Johnson knocking on your door? I don't know about everyone else. I'm still really annoyed that he's our prime minister. I don't think he's handling this coronavirus thing well at all. How on earth does he not have it yet if he's literally not self-isolating like he's telling everyone else to? He's a hypocrite and a bad leader, and it's very unfortunate that he's still relevant today in Sophia's honestly held opinion. Um, I mean, those are some, some strong words. 
I, as, as you know, am always very, very neutral on these sorts of matters. Uh, but, I don't know. What would, I don't know what I'd do if I was in his position. I feel like I can't really slag him off if I, I don't... I don't know what I'd do better. I'll just let him get on with it and, and see how it goes and cross my fingers and hope that they've all got our best interests at heart, really. Because what else... What else can he do? So, um, sorry, that slight um, lecture aside... No, it's not Boris Johnson who's knocking on the door. I'm sorry to say, not this time. Maybe, maybe one day. Maybe, maybe when everyone else is off sick, he can just do door-to-door visits of everyone in the country, just to, to see how we're doing, check up on us, see if there's anything we need, bring us around. I don't know, a muffin basket or a little hamper full of the essentials. <laughs> but it's, it's not him just yet. We haven't got that stage yet. Zara says, I have a theory. Is Nigel Farage knocking at your door? I know he's not that relevant today and he hasn't been in the media for a while. Good. But that's why I think he's knocking at your door. It's very nice just to show up at someone's door and try to get some sort of press coverage. Also, everything about him is it's very unfortunate. So it kind of fits the description. I like how you're describing a person as very unfortunate. Just all of all of their characteristics. Yeah, unfortunate they're they're so odious and repulsive in my honestly held opinion someone's been brushing off on their media law and is desperately trying not to get us into trouble here <laughs> it's not nige he's not here um nothing to fear don't worry everyone you can come out again now because uh, nigel farage is not knocking at the door we're okay we're safe it's not him just yet so nothing to worry about there you are wrong zara but thanks for playing better luck next time ollie's been on I think Donald Trump's knocking at your door. We're getting all we're getting all the like the hate figures today, aren't we? I don't think he's knocking, but I do think he's on the phone for an interview because that's kind of what he does, isn't it? He phones up radio shows and TV shows unexpectedly and just starts talking about how amazing he is. Also, he's not a coronavirus victim. I think he's actually been tested for it. He's male and political and unfortunately famous and relevant today. Uh, no, it's not. It's not the Donald either. Thankfully, we'll be pleased to pleased to know about that as well. Who was it he was phoning once? I think it was the president of somewhere. I I think it was the president of Ukraine, although it might have been somewhere else, where <laughs> a video was released of him just going, Hello? Hello? Can you hear me? Are you there? <laughs> or something like that, and it was really funny. That happened, didn't it? I'm not. I'm not just going really delirious and making things up. That was, that definitely happened, right? But um, Donald Trump, no, not knocking at the door this afternoon. Harvey says, I don't know his name, but is the guy knocking at your door the man with no eyebrows who stands next to Boris Johnson during the coronavirus press conferences? He's something to do with health and medicine. He seems to like talking about coronavirus a lot, so I guess it could be him. And I guess he's political and has become quite famous. I'm also going to assume he isn't a coronavirus victim because he's on TV the whole time. So he wouldn't, would he? I don't think being on TV stops you from getting coronavirus. <laughs> I don't think it works like that. Who on earth are you talking about? The only guy I can immediately think of that it could be is Chris Whitty. I'm going to I'm gonna Google Chris Whitty now to see whether he has any eyebrows. Um, uh, bear with me. Does Chris Whitty... That's the wrong Chris Whitty. Oh, no. This is, I've just Googled the, um, the Department of Art at Columbus State University. That's not what I'm after. Chris. Ah, oh, yes. Okay. I think, I think you are talking about Chris Whitty because it does look a bit like this guy doesn't really have eyebrows. <laughs> That's really got me. <laughs> is it the guy with no eyebrows? <laughs> Sorry. Right, no. Pull, pull it together. <laughs> that is excellent. That, that, oh, Harvey. Harvey, Har- that's fantastic. Thank you for that message. You have, you have made my day. It's not Chris Whitty, a.k.a. the guy, the man with no eyebrows. <laughs> Stands next to Boris Johnson. <laughs> it's not him. No. The Chris Whitty. Is he a doctor? Pro- professor? Professor Chris Whitty, with with his no eyebrows, are not knocking at my door this afternoon. (sighs) But we do have a a correct guess. 
someone's got it right this week. It's not Harvey, but it is actually Professor Chris Whitty who's texted in. Thank you, Chris, for your message. Well done. You've got it right. It, it's not. It's not Professor Professor Whitty. It is Kieran, though. Kieran, if you're still listening, well done. Congratulations. You've got the answer right on someone's knocking door this week. You don't get a prize. Actually, yeah, you do. Your prize is... I got in trouble for giving out these kind of prizes before, but I don't care. We're going to do it again. Your prize is that you get to stay indoors for the next few weeks. That's right. For the foreseeable future, you cannot leave your house. And that's what you get for winning someone's look at you all this week. But who did Kieran guess? Well, this is quite on brand for you. Someone who's unfortunately still relevant on the TV basically every day. He isn't in politics, but he is political. And he isn't a known coronavirus victim. It's Piers Morgan. Yeah, it is. Well done, Kieran. You are the winner of someone's looking at You've got it right. Piers Morgan is knocking at the door. Now, normally, when someone gets it correctly, I do have to invite them into my house for an interview. But unfortunately, ah, it's just, you know, self-isolation. Even if Piers Morgan's too stupid to listen to the advice, I'm not. So I don't, I don't think it's a very sensible idea to let him in my house. Because even if he's symptom-free, he might still be a carrier. So, Piers, Piers, mate, off with you. Goodbye. Go away. You're not coming in today. See you later. And there goes Piers Morgan. He was knocking at the door this week on Someone's Look at Your Door, the only door-based guessing game that you will hear on Wizard Radio every week. I think it's just about time to go now. Thanks very much for listening today. I hope I hope I've entertained you slightly more than usual. I've had a lot of fun today. I thought that I really enjoyed microwaving the biscuit. And I really enjoyed Harvey's message about the guy with no eyebrows. We'll do it all again next week, shall we? Three till five, Saturday afternoon. I will be here um, because you can count on me. And that's that's your lot for today. So I'll see you next week. Oh, the week the mixtape's on a Friday as well. And there's a podcast. You should get that as well. Called Alec Feldman Podcast. Available from all good podcast providers. Miles Bukowski is coming up next. I'm going to play you loud and modern loneliness first. See ya. Here goes another episode of Alec Feldman, the podcast. Wasn't that some great content? Come back next week for more audio-based fun.